You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Starter Podcast. I'm going to be very quiet today because nothing happened important in the NBA, so we might as well just move on to Thursday. Rinpak, how are you doing today? Doing well. Coming off a very uh, slow Wednesday in DFS purposes. I think Thursday we should just move on and get the slate started. Yeah, I think that sounds about right. Except for, you know, like, what happened today? I mean, I have... Uh, this afternoon, this afternoon is like one of those days in NBA lore where like uh, nothing made sense anymore. Like James Harden yesterday was with the Rockets. And again, we, we've seen this coming for a while. He's been trying to push his way to the Nets for, for quite some time. But the way it went down with the press conference and the DeMarcus Cousins drama and the John Wall uh, back and forth and, and the tension that exists in that locker room. And then now you have Kevin Durant reuniting with James Harden. I mean, what do you make of this entire day? This is unbelievable. I say this was an NBA Twitter erection. I mean, we got a Woj bomb, a ShamWow, Ramona Shelburne chiming in, Mark Stein chiming in, just constant back and forth. We get Harden gets sent to Brooklyn for four uh, first-round picks, four uh, first-round swaps. Jared Allen gets sent back. Karis LeVert is in the trade, but no, he's going to Indiana. Oladipo ends up in Houston. Just like stars moving to stars, player empowerment to the max. And dude, I loved it. I mean, I feel like every team won the trade except Houston because they lost a perennial first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, they, th- what did Cleveland accomplish? Like Cleveland was part of this whole thing. Jared Allen with Andre Drummond and Kevin Love. You got to do that, right? Like that makes complete and total sense. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, Don McCurr was oh, waived. Rip. Rip. Uh, everybody's favorite. Uh, I loved rostering him with Milwaukee. He was just like, you could always rely on him for 40 minutes and five fantasy points. It was my favorite time of... He played time. really well against the Raptors in the playoffs each time. He would give the Raptors hell in the playoffs. Thon McCurr would just go like on a five-by-five like explosion in the second half each time against the Raptors. But who really knows how old he is? He's probably on his way out. Oh my gosh. Well... I mean, you're not here to hear us talk about the the trade and the reaction, but it's just like the biggest story that you're going to have probably up until the playoffs of this year. Like, I can't imagine, I can't imagine anything trade wise topping what we just saw today for years to come. Like, it's that maybe that's hyperbole, but I, I really don't think it is. I mean, you're never going to see a first ban- uh, first ballot Hall of Famer, and then the pieces. Karis LeVert's a good young piece. Indiana picked up somebody that's going to fit really, really nicely for them. Uh, a lot younger than Oladipo, better contract. They have protection over him till 22-23 uh, season, I believe is what it was. So uh, and eight unprotected first-round picks to the Rockets. I mean, that's... Well, let's see how it works out for them. Bold strategy, Cotton. So, uh, so let's get to Thursday. Uh, Thursday's five-game slate. 
Uh, we're going to go position by position like we always do. Uh, starting over on FanDuel, as they have positions that matter uh, as it sets up there. And we'll go back and forth. And of course, you DraftKings folks, and we're a part of that crew. So uh, so we'll make sure that we get you covered too. So at the top end of point guard t- tomorrow, sitting up there at 9,600, you've got Steph Curry, who there's just nothing you can really say. I know that he disappointed a lot of people against Indiana the other night, but it's Steph Curry. He's playing, uh, you know, top three, top five fantasy output for, for this entire season. I have no problem going back to the well against Denver. Um, I, I don't even know. I haven't seen Gary Harris's defensive rates, but he's been a shell of himself in general. So I have no qualms. It's Steph Curry. He, he can elevate over any matchup by sheer volume at this point. Uh, Damian Lillard, 9,200. He's uh, He had it going in the first quarter here before we swapped that on. If you look behind you, I think you have the Sacramento game on, I think is what that is. What a what a bachelor pad you had, have over there, Rinpack. I've never called that out before, but what a setup you have. Anywho, uh, 8,600 Malcolm Brogdon against Portland as well. So another guy that just... Whew, did a lot of burning the other night. So so three guys, one one who's going off tonight and two just burned everybody, but are definitely going to be popular plays. Talk to me about this top end of point guard. Man, uh, it's time to just go back to Steph Curry where he, when he's burned you the last couple of times out, his ownership's going to come down. Uh, I think you just jump right on top of it. Uh, I'm going to like Steph Curry quite a bit um, just because 9,600, I think he'll be consistently over 10K, I think within a couple of weeks. I think his shot volume's there. He plays a lot better when Draymond Green's on the court with him. Uh, it, I think we go straight to Steph Curry, and I think we jump off Damian Lillard after I think he's on his way to well over 50 fantasy points as he put up 35 in the first half. I think we jump off the Damian Lillard train and we try to uh, find the money for Steph Curry, especially on FanDuel. I think uh, more times than not, you're going to try to roster one of them. And on DK, um, I think you try to do the same thing. But even though an $8,300 Malcolm Brogdon sounds very, very interesting for sure just because he also burned people out last time out and you just like want to just jump off a jump on when people are jumping off it's just a pure ownership pivot and uh hopefully trying to get their get those players at an ownership discount as well sorry about that i put on mute uh i hope you guys hear that because uh nba doing early nba content has been so uh i mean it hasn't been fruitless i would hope i hope you're enjoying what we do but uh it's definitely been difficult to to give you exactly what we're going to be doing like 10 minutes before the slate because we have no idea uh sometimes up until that point so so really here's some of the game theory from one of the best players in the world so uh He's he he's been doing this for a little while. I want I listen to Rinpack. You should probably listen to Rinpack too. So uh, moving our way down as we go, Lamella Ball, man. There's a lot of guys who are just kind of burning people going straight through. But uh, 7600 Toronto, Toronto's not the defensive Toronto of the past, and we've seen that over and over and over again this season. Uh, it, they get in these back and forth games. So so I'm curious what that total is going to open at. But I I might have some interest going back there, especially I'm not sure is Gordon Hayward going to be able to play tomorrow. I saw that he got injured. Towards the end of that game, so I'm assuming that he's going to be questionable. Uh, he had like a left hip strain or something that happened uh, today, and he got held out of the rest of that game. So, so keep your eyes peeled on that. Uh, working our way down there to Dejounte Murray. I can't believe he's up to 7,500, but De- Demar Derozan is going to be questionable. Uh, He's going to have a big ceiling game at some point if DeRozan continues to sit out. If DeRozan's back, you don't even have to worry about that so much. Uh, but if he's if he's going to be available, seventy five hundred on both sites. That's that's somebody that I'm going to have some definite definite interest in. Uh, who in this mid range and and working our way down to the value tier are you looking at? In the mid range, uh, 
I, I don't I don't mind uh, Deshante Murray, but I think I'm going to prefer the other Murray and Jamal Murray coming in at 7K for Denver. He's been very very disappointing. Obviously, he was not going to maintain what he did in the bubble, but I'm gonna I think he's not going to come with much ownership because I think a lot of the casual players and whatnot are going to be uh, feared away from that uh, box score. 6900 on DK. We know what Jamal Murray's upside is. Um, we've seen it. And I think he's more or less due for a good game. And I think we can jump on it. Uh, I like Jamal Murray quite a bit. I think we can definitely consider uh, $8,200 for Fred Van Vliet is a pure GPP play. I think he's uh, you could, you're going to have to project him for north of 35 fantasy points for sure against Charlotte. Uh, 8200 just seems like a pure GPP play just to pivot off of um, other expensive uh, options as well. In the uh, in terms of like finding like a cheap punt, uh, I think Aaron Holiday is gonna get some ownership at forty five hundred. They're it's gonna be undermanned with no Oladipo, but keep in mind Edmund Sumner did start last time out, and he's coming in at thirty five hundred on Fanduel, and he's gonna be also, I believe, uh, his price on DK yeah, is forty five hundred. Forty five hundred on DK. That's Aaron Holiday. Edmund Sumner's thirty two hundred mm-hmm. on. Uh, DK. So that's going to be a, a, it's pretty nice savings and I think if Aaron Holiday doesn't get hot like that maybe they ride Sumner. Uh we'll see, but Aaron Holiday was very very impressive against Golden State last time out. What's your uh, opinion on that uh, Indiana backcourt situation? Well, where they won't have Oladipo, we know that for sure. Well, I'm still in pain, so there's that. And uh, couldn't believe that he was like still 8% owned on FanDuel. Uh, I guess at 3,500 at the min, that made sense. But once Subner was was said starting, I felt like that was a quote-unquote easy swap. Uh, did not work out that way whatsoever. Uh, had some good lineups that ended up getting torched as a result. But uh, I like to think that maybe uh, Aaron Holiday, if you're if you're trying to break it down, it's hard to take a one-game sample and say, hey, he's better coming off the bench. But there are so many guys that, you know, if they take that first break, uh, I'm going to go back through Popcorn Machine and see kind of like him coming off the floor with Brogdon. Uh, but Brogdon just played so, so bad. Like Aaron Holiday kind of took over in the fourth quarter towards that end too. Like he was kind of hitting some of those open jumpers. Brogdon couldn't get anything to fall. He missed that free throw, which which I think cost a couple of people. I saw some screenshots on on Twitter where they missed by like 0.8 or 0.9 from winning with Brogdon in the lineup. And I was like, man, that would be unfun. So, uh, so yeah, I, I think Sumner, if he starts again, is still going to be the guy that I would prefer it just, just because of the discount. But, oh man, Aaron Holiday, 4,500 on DraftKings. We haven't seen him pay off even 4,500 with the exception of that one game this season uh, for like five or six X. So uh, that might be a tough get for me, but... Again, you, it's hard to fault him with how good he looked in that Golden State game. So uh, totally see it. Totally totally understand it. Just won't be for me. So uh, move ourselves on over to shooting guard. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, guys, we're still doing the subscriber. We're making our push for 50K before the Super Bowl. Uh, if you could just go to the bottom bar, uh, click subscribe, hit the thumbs up, click the notification bell so you know when this and all the other Osmo content is going live. Uh, we're trying our best to just give you guys content around the clock, uh, early mornings. We've got the <laughs> we've got the strategy shows. We've got the game plan videos in the afternoons. We've got the deeper dive, and we've got live before lock. We've got a great ensemble of NBA products, and that's just NBA considering we have NHL starting up. Uh, 
which started today. I'm sweating that so hard right now. Uh, golf, uh, which is going to be hitting up again tomorrow for the Sony Open for our first full field event. Uh, there's so much great DFS content to consume. So, uh, And we've got so many great content providers, people that are throwing everything together for you on the daily. So make sure you go over to the Osmo channel uh, and, and give us that thumbs up so that uh, so that we know that our, pre- our work's appreciated. So uh, moving ourselves over to shooting guard, uh, sitting at the top end on FanDuel, CJ McCollum, 9,500. I have no idea how he's playing right now, but I'm sure he's going to be owned. I can't believe 9,500. I mean, that's now the top end of that range. Uh, there was that news that Damian Lillard was possibly going to sit out today. Uh, they kind of snuck up uh, an hour before lock time of that, but that didn't come to fruition. But uh, he got off to a rough first quarter, I saw, and I, I have no idea after that. So take a look at that. But CJ McCollum, uh, somebody that uh, somebody that's going to be a contrarian spend-up option over on FanDuel. Uh, Fred Van Vliet, 8,200. Uh, I, I don't mind that in that game in Charlotte. Uh, DeMar DeRozan's uh, questionable uh, for the personal reasons still at 8,100. And then you skip Levert, skip Oladipo. As, I don't know when we're going to see them come uh, after all the transactions of today. Uh, Andrew Wiggins at 6,800, who won a lot of tournaments the other night as he was the highest performing shooting guard on the slate the other night. So uh, talk to me a little bit about shooting guard. Yeah, shooting guard is going to be very interesting. And Andrew Wiggins is just racking up a ton of blocks uh, in the Golden State of late. And it's pretty impressive. When Andrew Wiggins picking up those defensive peripheral stats, he's coming off a five-block game um, preceding a four-block game. Uh, pretty impressive, especially on FanDuel. Those are valued quite a bit more. Uh, I think uh, if DeMar DeRozan plays, I'm going to like him at $8,100. I think that's a very fine price tag on FanDuel. $9,500 CJ McCollum is kind of getting out of my price range, but man, he has performed that price range and he deserves every single penny of it. I, I think on FanDuel, you can definitely consider uh, going all the way down um, to Sterling Brown or Ben McLemore. Keep an eye on that Houston situation because there is no James Harden. There is no John Wall over there. I think one of those guys will make for an interesting value option for sure. Uh, Gary Harris is questionable. If he is not going to play, I think we could consider P.J. Dozier again. He played 27 minutes against Brooklyn last time. I know people are expecting him to start, but Bull Bull started. And uh, that didn't work out so great for Denver, but he, Bull Bull, did get a couple uh, rotations in there as well. But I think um, in the mid-tier, if DeRozan is out, I think we can definitely consider Alani Walker at $5,200. I think Walker makes for a fine option against this uh, undermanned Houston team for sure. And on DraftKings, I think Sterling Brown is the mint, 3K, and Ben McLemore is 3,400. And also Eric Gordon is 5,100, who has shooting guard small forward eligibility. I'm pretty confident a couple of those guys are going to get significant rotation run for sure. Uh, Eric, do you have any interest in going back to Gabe Vincent? He's priced up, got a $1,200 price reach to $4,200 for Miami. I do not mind it at all. I think that entire game makes for a good run back. I mean, Joel Embiid uh, (laughs) as the piece from Philly coming back in that. I think that Miami value is still going to be a thing tomorrow. Uh, You continue to see Avery Bradley out. Uh, We don't really know uh, who else is going to be there. Goran Dragic is for sure going to be out as well. So Gabe Vincent, as long as he's in that starting lineup, uh, I have no issue going back to it. And I would assume that he would be. Uh, He looked... (laughs) I mean, he looked great. That was that was kind of a, a surprise guy that, that definitely worked out for everybody the other night. Um, looking through the rest of shooting guard, uh, there's kind of, I don't know, Dakota Mathias, not really, no. Damian Lee, no. P.J. Dozier, 3,900. If Gary Harris were to be out again, um, 
That would be that would be something that I would maybe go back to. Uh, didn't love his last game, obviously, but uh, somebody that could definitely work out as well in that range on FanDuel at 3,900 uh, if you're looking for that pure punt. But otherwise, as you said, uh, Aaron Holiday, 5K, he's shooting guard eligible only on, on FanDuel. So uh, that might be a spot to go to, too. Any other last thoughts for point guard? Uh, in terms of other cheap options in shooting guard, maybe... Uh, I think obviously Edmund Sumner is thirty-two hundred dollars. He did play thirty-one minutes last time. Keep that in mind. Maybe if Norman Powell starts in Charlotte, I know uh, Nick Nurse has just kind of been like uh, picking his starting lineup out of a hat of late over the past few games, just like addressing the media, saying, uh, "I'm going to keep my starting lineup a secret, but I'm going to pick someone to start." So it's been like a rotation <laughs> of Len and uh, Powell. Uh, honestly, I would love to see Boucher start, but I think Boucher has carved out a pretty phenomenal role off the bench for them. I think that kind of wraps it up. Maybe you can definitely consider Andre Iguodala for sure again. Yep, makes another good punt. Uh, moving on to small forward. Uh, I'll start over here on DraftKings here on on this section. Uh, we've got Ben Simmons, 8,700, who sits at the top of the end, uh, the top end of the range, who's point guard and small forward eligible. So 8,700 for him. Uh, I know he's got the Q tag next to him, but he's probable. So uh, don't worry about that. DeMar DeRozan, 8, 8K on DraftKings. So again, I he went up like 100 or 200 bucks just by not playing basketball, which is kind of interesting. Uh, I don't know how that works out. DK algorithm has, I have so many questions. Uh, Tobias Harris, 7,900, who's upgraded to probable as well. So definitely takes away a little bit of the allure for for Simmons or, or Embiid for a spend-up option, but uh, both would still be all right with. And then Gordon Hayward, who's got the Q tag next to him. We got a lot of Qs and Os and, and people who are out and everything looking at the top end on, on DraftKings. Uh, anybody else that you're kind of looking at for small forward? Yeah, and DK, I mean... For sure, Ben Simmons has triple-double upside. He did fall out last game. He only took two shots, which is very, very disappointing. We want Ben Simmons to be taking double-digit shot attempts, getting double-digit assists. So hopefully those shot attempts go up. I think uh, Tobias Harris being back uh, could help out him in the assist category for sure. Tobias Harris is going to come in at 7900 Seems like an okay price tag. Seems like you could get uh, mid to high 30 fantasy points from him against this Miami matchup. I like Will Barton at 5,800 in this Golden State matchup with if Gary Harris is out, I think he'll get a few extra minutes. Uh, Will Barton did play 38 minutes last time. They're still without Michael Porter Jr. Who knows when he'll come back. And uh, Kelton Johnson has just consistently been impressive, playing a significant amount of minutes, playing north of 30 minutes in almost every single game, not getting in much foul trouble. He's got the trust to pop against Houston, 6,100. Yeah, you can definitely ride Kelton Johnson in your lineups. And I think Steve Kerr is going to have to start trusting Kelly Oubre at some point. Oubre hasn't cracked 30 minutes in a long time. It's been about six or seven games. Is uh, He doesn't play much in the fourth quarter, so he kind of, Sir Kerr's kind of been riding like a hot shooting hand in the fourth quarter. There's going to be time where Kerr's going to have to start trusting Oubre a decent amount. 5,300 maybe Oubre gets you there. And uh, people were burned by Doug McDermott last time out. They were really hoping McDermott would pick up those additional minutes that Oladipo didn't. Maybe he picks them up tomorrow. Um, Who knows? But at 4K, maybe, but not that interested in Oladipo. And your favorite player of all time. There we go. It was coming. $5,700. I will uh, happily say no. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. 5,700 pass. 4,900 on FanDuel. Still pass. I'm, I'm so mad at Danny Green. 
just so, so mad at him. I was uh, not mad at Precious Achua, though, coming no. in at $4,100, who has small forward eligibility on FanDuel. I just saw that. That's a beautiful thing. How is he small forward? When has he ever played small forward in his life? Is he... Is that a thing? That's interesting. Thanks, FanDuel. We'll take right. it, though, especially on FanDuel, <laughs> yeah. where you need... Or you uh, have some... to roster two of them. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. happy to do it. So thanks, Precious Achua at small forward FanDuel. Uh, very nice. Um, looking at anything else there, I, I think that's kind of about it. We kind of know the usual suspects. Derek Jones Jr., if you need a punt, 3,800. Um, there's really nothing else that kind of exists in that range. So, yeah, 4,100 Precious Achua is going to be pretty chalky, I would think. And uh, I think there's good reason for that uh, if if you continue to see this litany of injuries. And I think My- Myers Leonard uh, got ruled doubtful like two seconds ago as I was looking at this too. So uh, he won't be back to, to add to the ensemble. So... Uh, Precious Achua's got a nice little role carved out for him tomorrow. Um, before we get over to Power Forward, just want to talk to you about the NBA packages that we have starting at $4.95 per week. Uh, you go to Osmo.com slash join NBA and sign up for the NBA packages where you can try out uh, projections. You can try out getting in the Slack chat. You can see all the different premium article offerings that we have. Uh, so many different package options at different pricing ranges. Uh, take a look at that. So go to Osmo.com slash join NBA and uh, uh, come join us over here. It's, it's a pretty good place to be. Uh, I think you'll enjoy it. So uh, mo- making our way over to Power Forward, DeMontis, DeMontis Sabonis at 9,200, getting the minutes, getting all the run, uh, kind of salvaged a decent enough game against Golden State. Nothing, nothing to write home about, but can't imagine that he's not going to be popular still at 9,200 over on, on FanDuel. Over on DraftKings, 9,500, still very doable, especially against Portland. That game's going to have a, a nice hefty total like most Portland games do. So uh, so continue to have interest there. No issue. Uh, 8,900, Pascal Siakam. I mean, he has finally has that big game, uh, finally starts to get out of, get it, get it, get it going for once. Uh, threw up a nice triple-double against Portland the other night. Uh, hard to not like him still. Uh, 8,900's a little hefty over on FanDuel, but somebody that I still think will garner some ownership. And then Christian Wood, 8,100. No John Wall, uh, as I as I think I saw that he was going to be ruled out. Um, so John Wall's out. It is the Christian Wood show tomorrow. Are you signing up for all the Christian Wood you can handle at 8,100? Oh, for sure. You're going to like Christian Wood a lot, quite a bit. I mean, you're going to have to project him north of 40 fantasy points for sure against San Antonio. It's probably going to be my favorite FanDuel power forward. Uh, No questions about that. I like uh, Siakam, like you said. I think you said it, uh, hit on all the key points there. Maybe um, his uh, teammate, exceptional uh, uh, player playing off the bench, Chris Boucher. I would like Boucher to get a few more shots up. He's been shooting very efficiently on the court, but he's been just like playing efficiently throughout fantasy-wise as well. I mean, he's gone three blocks, six blocks, three blocks in his last three games, taking double-digit shot attempts, picking up close to um, around eight, nine rebounds in a game, which is really impressive in 32 minutes of play. Boucher has shown that he can get up 50 fantasy points in 25 minutes of play. And 7,800, a GPP option for sure. I think you can save that money and go to Kelly Olenek again. Uh, Olenek played 45 minutes. Granted, that game did go to overtime last time. So we can definitely consider Olenek on FanDuel. And Draymond Green. We know uh, what Draymond Green uh, can do uh, in 32 minutes in against Denver. I'll consider Draymond Green for sure. Over there on DK, Sabonis leads the way. Uh, $9,500. Uh, you're going to like Sabonis for sure. There's, I mean, oh, obviously Oladipo's not going to play. I don't expect LeVert to get there in time. 
and play that game. Uh, keep in mind, just pay attention to news for that. And uh, in terms of pricing, Draftkings uh, has done some efficient pricing over here. Uh, I think DeRozan's a power forward eligible player that you can consider if he's ruled in. Aldridge, $6,700. I'm going to like him even if DeRozan plays. And I, I like that $6,700 price tag quite a bit. And $4,400 pressure situa uh, seems like a nice option as well. What's your opinion on some other power forward options? Do you have any interest in a uh, Paul Millsap, Doug McDermott? And uh, are you willing to pay $6,400 for a Linux on DK? Maybe. <laughs> I think that's a terrible, terrible analysis, but I think that makes a lot of sense. Kelly Olenek, uh there's just nobody to play the minutes. I mean, him and Precious Achua, how, how could you not enjoy it? I think I think the question is on FanDuel how chalky they're going to come in at because we only had that game available to us on DraftKings the other night uh, for the first time Miami and Philly matched up two nights ago. Uh, and now you're looking at it on FanDuel where Kelly Olenek's 5,300. He's going to be insanely popular. Uh, I can't I can't imagine he wouldn't be. But there are just so many good high spend-up options too. So um, it's a way to get contrarian. Paul Millsap played pretty decent last time out, uh, but still only playing 21 minutes. He just looking good and being fantasy relevant are two different things. Uh, he looked fine in his limited run. Uh I, I thought that they would maybe give him a little bit more extended run because they, they seemed like they were playing pretty well with him on the court. And Brooklyn made their big run uh, as soon as he came out there in that fourth quarter and Brooklyn just went on a tear. So uh, I'm interested to see. I mean, the story of, of Denver for years and years has been unpredictability and, and being thin. And now we're seeing Joker just eat up all the minutes at the five that he can handle with Plumlee gone. So a uh, little less interest in Millsap just because of that. Uh, but otherwise, I think it's it's... Kelly Olynyk, and then spending up for for some of these studs and, and finding a little bit of a grouping there. Uh, Lamarcus Aldridge seventy two hundred on Fanduel uh, with with DeRozan's out. Um, but if he's if DeRozan's back, I'm just going to have no interest there. Uh, Sixty seven hundred on DraftKings, even better tags. So uh, keep keep a lookout on news per usual. Uh, we got the news god. Uh, click his uh, click his notification deal on Slack if you're a member here at Awesome Own. Stay updated. Uh, go to Twitter and, and find News God, and that's News God with a Z. So, uh, so yeah, make sure that you keep keep yourself informed. He does a pretty good job for us, I would say. Uh, and by pretty good job, I mean he's outrageous, never sleeps. So uh, keep that going. You want to round this out with center? Let's do it. Let's roll. Uh, FanDuel, 11200 I don't know why we're getting a $300 discount on Nikola Jokic uh, from the last game, considering all he does is just go completely nuts every single time. I don't know if you saw his box score, uh, but seven steals is probably not something we can rely on going forward. I found that to be very interesting. Seven steals in 34 minutes is a pretty outrageous total, but man, 11,200, it's hard to say that he can't get there and that he doesn't have a ceiling and he wouldn't be your top pay-up option. Uh, for me, though, I, I I would say that Joel Embiid for a 1,000 less uh, in that game coming off of 84.2 fan duel points the other night in the exact same matchup, uh, you're bringing Tobias Harris into the mix. So so not nearly as great, but this is Joel Embiid we're talking about. Huge ceiling that exists there. Do you have a lean between those two specifically at the top end? Man, $1,000 can do a lot, especially tomorrow where there's some value in the Houston side of things and some uh, potential value on the Pacers side of things for sure. But uh, man, 
they both are seem like a, especially on DK, to seem like, can you find a way to get them in the center utility option? Try to jam them both in seems very intriguing um, the night before. I think I'm going to try to save those $1,000 potentially. Maybe if the ownership is super drastic, I'll try to find those $1,000 and try to uh, get some more Jokic in my lineups. Uh, while they're both $1,000 differences on FanDuel and, and DK. I think saving it, uh, the 1000 on FanDuel makes more sense while trying to find the, fit them both in on DK seems like a better option. I'm going to like $6,400 Yusuf Nurkic um, if he plays. Keep in mind, he did play today. He was preceding the game. He was ruled questionable uh, with the, um, the quad contusion, I believe. So keep that in mind. Maybe he doesn't play a back-to-back. This is all just uh, reading into the... Like, Not to interrupt you, the, but did you see his price tag on DraftKings? Is he Yusuf Nurkic? Okay. 5,300. 5, wow. He is 5,300 on DraftKings. So I'm just saying, like, if you want to look at some context, uh, I love how uh, one of our one of our guys over here at Osmo, Greg Ehrenberg, talks about historical pricing on players. I think that's a very sharp uh, angle to look at. Yusuf Nurkic was like an 8K player for the bubble. There were times he was putting up 50, 55, uh, getting involved in, in, with assists, being able to fill up a box score, double doubles routinely. He's at 5,300 now. Now, I understand he's looked bad. I understand it's it's been brutal. It's been a tough time. But it is hard to imagine Yusuf Nurkic at 5,300. If he's okay to play, that not being a center that I'm going to have a lot of exposure to just because of what he has the ability to do. And he's starting to play some of the minutes. Like It's not necessarily even just like a minutes thing. I think it's just McCollum has been so involved offensively compared to what he normally has been. And maybe that's kept him away from being underneath the hoop for offensive rebounds or uh, in general, like that just doesn't have the ball. He's not really creating or, or making opportunities for himself. I think that might be what I write my slate starter article about. I got to, I got to dig into Yusuf Nurkic and figure this out because 5,300 on DraftKings is probably the one tag that sticks out to me the absolute most on this slate where it's just jarring. So uh, anybody else that you're looking at at center 4,700 cousins, uh, I could see a situation where they maybe play him and Wood alongside each other for, for a lot tomorrow. No, for sure. And if you're going to get 20 minutes of Cousins, uh, 24 minutes of Cousins, yeah, I'm going to like Cousins quite a bit, especially at $4,700. That seems like a fine option. Uh, but I do think it may be a little safer to save those $300 and play Achua instead of Cousins. Mm-hmm. Achua does have power forward center eligibility on DK. On FanDuel, I think um, you can consider $4,600 Cousins. Wiseman's can I think struggle against the Nikola Jokic uh, matchup quite a bit. Yeah, he struggled against the Malice Turner quite uh, matchup uh, a decent amount. And Turner put up a sixty fantasy point game, fifty nine and a half fantasy point game against the Warriors last time out. We'll see what Jokic is going to do against the uh, Warriors front court. But uh, Jokic, Embiid, Nurkic seem like three favorite center options the way things are going right now. Love it. So you're saying Jokic has a ceiling. That is amazing. That is that is what they come here for, to hear that Jokic has a ceiling. I'm very excited about that. Uh, love it. Dude, this is a lot of fun today, as it always is. Uh, what a fun day in NBA Twitter history. Uh, remember this. Put it down. Uh, never forget. Never forget. It was, uh, it was something to behold. Um, I'm sorry to... All of the fine ladies of the Houston uh, out uh, out like outdoor establishments, uh, or sorry, indoor establishments, where James Harden was incorrectly 
uh, frequenting in the middle of uh, in the middle of quarantine. It was oh man, can you imagine Brooklyn? I I, I just can't. Kyrie, him, and Kevin Durant. My brain can't process it. Going to be a lot of drama. Going to be a lot of fun. Rinpak, uh, finish finish everything up for us. Any last words? No, Brooklyn Nets, let's ride. I'm excited to see what this happens. I mean, I'm excited to look into some Brooklyn housing for the month of July. Well, you did pick them to win the NBA title early, early on. So you you were so sharp that you knew that James Harden was going to be a net before the end of the year. So good call by you, my guy. Um, guys, it's been fun. Uh, best of luck tomorrow. Enjoy your Thursday, and we'll see you back here for one last day, uh, one last day of the week for the Slate Starter. Take it easy. Take it easy.